0: Welcome to Invisible Talks, where the truth, different perspectives, and stories are discussed with invisible voices. Media outlets varying using anonymous sources. There's no such thing as off the record, but here on Invisible Talks, all of our stories are off the record. If you're good, put the pieces together. I'm your host, Tyra Eland, recording in the Podcast Town studio.
1: I want to hear your story and perspective to make my life better.
0: I'm tuned in. We are back for the month of May. It's the Uncensored crew. You know, we're just minding our business, talking about other people's business, but minding on at the same time. (laughs) It really is minding our business because it's our perspective, you know, like about other stuff. Y'all get it? Y'all looked at me crazy. Whatever you say. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I could put some logic to almost anything. So we're just going to go with it. But we are minding our business, truly. Today's sound off I'm really excited about because I've got mixed reviews on this so far. And so we'll start with OC on this one. Is it gross? <laughs> <laughs> Is it gross to keep your underwear longer than six months?
1: Well, hell, I don't wear them, so I don't even worry about <laughs> <you> keeping it. <them. laughs> but when I, I was younger man, well, you said where does six months come from? I don't know. <laughs> that was part of the <laughs> People keep their underwear for years. Is that one of them new millennium them things? Oh, we can't keep our underwear for six months. Well, if you ain't got no money, you don't keep them motherfuckers for six years.
0: I think that's the question on the table. What is the term? And everyone has different
1: terms for how long they keep their you know underwear. When that little thing in the middle get all black and you can't wash it out, that is Look so like disgusting. That's when you know you're supposed to throw them little motherfuckers away.
0: <laughs> I am so immature about that time of the month still in my life. Sky.
1: I'm talking about your period. I'm just talking about those shit being nasty. And then you just keep washing it and washing it. And then you get your little shit stains. Be like, people still be.
0: That's taking it. These are women. These are not little girls. If we what? had Grace here, who's three years old, come on. We shouldn't be doing I mean, that. Not everybody's raised the same. That is true, but I would think that when my hands are dirty, I go wash my hands. I see the dirt on my hands. You don't see the dirt between your legs?
1: Hell no, you can't see it. Why is it
0: dirt between your legs? <laughs> I don't right,
1: right, right. You got to sell it. Not unless you take your hand pleasing yourself and then you be like, oh, damn, that shit dirty as hell. This is So (laughs) this is a
0: whole, I've had this conversation. I think there are multiple, clearly, multiple perspectives of this. I'm like on the bandwagon. I don't keep underwear that long anymore. I'm probably like at about a three month range, but I don't think there's a specific range as long as they're presentable. Like when my kids are doing my underwear and laundry, I don't want them to be disturbed. That's the, I don't think there's a duration to that. I think it's just keep them tidy. I think it it really
2: depends. Like, so I'm not a big fan of underwear. So I don't like, like I don't regularly wear underwear (laughs) because, you know, no, I need to breathe. I need. Thank you, to, like, thank you thank you. get some air because it's that's when you come with those problems especially because a lot of women underwear aren't even cotton that's so it's true. not like you putting what you're supposed to down there but it really depends on circumstances like if you done not did some foul stuff in your underwear please just throw them away i don't care if they're brand new if you feel like you see you know the polyester material they got designs on them if you see that pilling, i don't care if you washed it once throw it away that means it has dye and all this other stuff that you do not want on your lady parts down there like it's just kind of kind of dependent on the underwear because you don't want to keep your you don't want to keep your underwear for six years you do not want to do that but you also just want to be mindful of what type of underwear they are and like if they are good reaction to you like if they're i personally i prefer like really light colors down there if I wear them like every day like you know cotton and you know not with harsh dyes
0: but yeah <laughs> you it really take self-care the to the level don't you you got dyes I, I mean I do agree with polyester all that like I just need straight cotton like that's all I need I don't need the other stuff but I don't want to see no underwear lines either. That's a big thing with women, especially (laughs) bigger women. If I see your underwear lines and you start to look like you have a muffin top, I really want to pull you aside because you need to get bigger underwear. Don't be
1: talking about us thick and healthy women who like wearing our underwear and you can see them. That's sexy to some men. Who? Raise your hand, man. That, ain't is not, no man on here. <laughs> that is not <laughs>
0: that is not if i see okay seeing the line isn't really like the big deal but when it's cutting your circulation and your clothes well, are starting to have
1: circulation you know when you fat you got a lot of room It ain't like you know it's tight tight you all know, let muffin just kind of like move around and you know, in the underwear and just be like, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, no, y'all skinny as fuck. Y'all don't know shit. You know, it's just know
0: your body at the end of the day. Know your odor. Know your size. I mean, you know, just do a full reflection. This is the red flag. Drink some apple cider vinegar. Shots every day. (laughs) It keeps the scent away. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) The pussy stink. Your pussy stink.
0: Oh, Lord. (laughs) take a bath <laughs> baths really help i do think that body odor for women should be a conversation amongst friends because i've had some friends where i've had to pull aside because there is odor so we got to learn
1: here's the time Maybe to learn they got a strong pussy sense and it is just it is what it is
0: oh see lord have mercy and other no
1: don't work like that <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> all right we are transitioning to family So we're living in an interesting time. You know, identifying sexuality is a big, 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 big deal. I mean, every show is talked about younger and younger. And I'm sorry, in elementary school, we get into the point where kids are coming out. And I'm just like, but they're in elementary school. And I know we've vaguely talked about this again before, But let's kind of break it into two parts. We got to get a little deep into this. And I think the first part is, when should a child have a cell phone? To even start talking and being exposed to topics that may not be prevalent or happening in the house, when is it appropriate for a child to have a cell phone, Sky?
2: It really depends on the circumstances. Probably, I would say, no younger than, like, seven or eight at the very youngest.
1: What? like Eight
2: years old? Oh you're killing me because like when I just think about communication and being able to like just talk to your parents right away or talk to your cousins or anybody that you want to talk to right away when you need to like I like that ability like I'm like I'm thinking about it right now my daughter only has a tablet but like Maybe I want to like check on her, like see how she's doing after school while, while I'm at work. Like, I want to be able to do those things, and that's what the exciting part is. So that I can see. I think it also depends on what type of cell phone you get these kids, because she's not gonna have like all the bells and whistles, like, but she's gonna have enough to like you know do basic communication.
0: I survived off. A telephone. Of a telephone. <laughs> I survived on <off> the <laughs> <a> house phone. <laughs> <laughs> Now (laughs) Tyra. And when you, and guess where you
2: were? (laughs) Were you in the house?
0: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) They need to be in the house. I mean, I do understand that kids, you know, some kids are at home by themselves. Some kids are walking themselves to school. It's loose. But I feel like it is all the same things I saw myself and peers do. And what did you do? You walked in the house and you picked up the house phone. What do you think, OC? So
1: get one. <laughs> a house phone. I have one. I just don't have the I, fit. I have a line. A gives the kids too much to do and too much for the devil to get in there. It's like, get a house phone. They can call who they want to call. You'd be sitting right there listening to that conversation. You ain't mm-hmm. got to worry about them going on a cell phone and doing selfies and all that kind of crap.
0: The reason why I bring this up, I think about my kids right now. Our 11-year-olds and our 8 year old half the time of their life, they have a cell phone and half they don't. But I have just seen the transition of their personalities of the 11-year-olds. You know, every time we are having a conversation, it is about how to present it in a TikTok form or in an Instagram form. Hi, everybody, we are doing. And it's like, okay, we don't need to go to that extreme. And I don't want to contradict because I'm on my cell phone creating content. But if she has- You access, a podcast. I know, but <laughs> I feel like <laughs> we can have that conversation and take that journey together versus her just being and strolling TikTok. There are some videos that I have in my phone of her where I'm like, No, because she's training. She is unconsciously becoming people on social media, not herself.
1: Mm. See, and that's that that tells you who her personality is. It
0: copies. So if. And not even just that, because if I look at my eight year old, then he gets to live in the world in which he desires in his head. Right. So he's not trying Mm -hmm. to be necessarily anyone, but he has a world that he thinks exists and he can (laughs) find it anywhere on social media. And so I'm just like, what? I don't know if it's if they're really ready, if the maturity is there. I wasn't even mature in high school.
1: You sure wasn't. Yeah. I meant from what I hear. (laughs) (laughs)
0: i've got some stories in the vault that i like to keep in the
1: vault and i think it also could be a topic one day what what was it you never told your parents that you did oh my gosh i think we could have that that. i mean you think I know that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. (laughs) But I never told my parents that I did. Oh my! That's that's the reason
0: I didn't tell them. So (laughs) I think I could always. It's it's my top two all the time. It's the first one sneaking out the window because I told that on graduation. Like never got caught. I was. That's a proud moment of successfully sneaking out of the house. All throughout the summer, during school, it's midnight. I'm down the street outside. That was your mama success. must have
1: been drunk, sleep or something. Because <laughs> I tell you,
0: she had to be doing something. not hear all that. And the other one, I got caught in eventually by my grandmother. But I stole money a lot as a child. I would always oh. find the coins and the nickels and all of that. But you know, I
1: think we all did that. Because I did that to my mama too. I used to go in there and get lunch money and get more than lunch money. And then one day I went in to get lunch money and there was a, a bell waiting on my head.
0: <laughs> Sky, I know you've done something. What have you done? I stole the money my sister stole, but that's it. <laughs> 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 See, you got an scapegoat.
1: <laughs> We're, We're looking account. for full <laughs> accountability. <laughs> Ah, uh, fuck y'all! If I don't want to tell them secrets. I ain't telling shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's really what that meant. Speaking Yo. of secrets, you know who's telling all the secrets? And this is our midway in the music topic. Kendrick Lamar, he's telling all the secrets—his secrets, societal secrets, system secrets. He done exposed expose it all in his last album. What did y'all think about that song
1: I sent? What song you sent? Mother. It was called Mother. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I know that song.
0: <laughs> I know what that means. O.C. Sky, what did you think? Because we kind of we've kind of seen some controversy. There was I'm not going to name any names on social media. Some individuals whose, you know, their opinion is they're tired of hearing the same old out of poverty environment mentality. Talking about you know back in the day,
2: I think. But it's not even back in the day. It's Things that are still currently happening like and the way they manifested, so maybe back in the day, okay, older women, there was a higher rate of sexual assault and and there was a higher rate of sexual assault abuse and not being like there was no consequences for it, like they weren't going to the police and saying like this is happening to my child in fear of this and that, whereas nowadays it's kind of like, it's still a taboo, but not to an extent that it was back then. And so like the way I was raised was like, that was, that's always a concern. And even with my grandchildren, like their grandmother and stuff, that's always a concern of like you wanting to be protective of your child because of this and that, like that fear of something happening to them because it was so common in the past. Now, I totally disagree when it comes to like what people are saying, what they don't like about the album, which is like them not wanting to hear what he's talking about. But that's, that's totally the problem. If, you, if you're not willing to listen to something or talk about it, then obviously the problem is going to
0: continue and, in, and not just continue, but grow and manifest into something else. OC, what do you have to say? Generational conversations, generational trauma that people don't really talk about and Kendrick I mean I feel like he brought it up creatively too like it was a beautiful way to storytell he intertwined his pieces of his life and then what we see in different societies and
1: cultures you know I think um the sexual part of it I guess you know I haven't done any statistics so I haven't been in the realm of knowing versus I know past, versus present, meaning the numbers of how many kids get sexually assaulted. And I think nowadays it's gotten more creative or something. I don't know. I mean, before we used to worry about strangers, but now you have to worry about your own family members. And I just, I don't know, that's just a little touchy whatchy subject for me because I watch all kids. And adults and even kids with kids, how they playing with each other, even how kids play with themselves. You can tell if something is going on. And I just be like, I don't even like to think about it because I I just feel like I got killed somebody or something. (laughs) I don't know.
0: (laughs) I feel like it opens. Music is the opportunity to open up the conversation. And so I believe it's just my personal opinion. People who don't want to hear it is because they haven't dealt with their own trauma whether it was specifically them or what they saw, it's just I'd rather avoid it. Um, I feel like that's what it comes down to. And not just this uh, topic, all topics that are on his album, they're controversial because you have to address them. It's not, you can't go hide. His album, I mean, he made records for his album and the amount of streams that he had within the first 24 hours Everyone's listening and if you're not listening, we just gave you a piece of it And if you're not listening to us, I give you a piece of it for next week's episode And if you're not listening next week, someone has talked (laughs) about it on twitter so you have No excuse to not have Had a conversation about some of these places and spaces and I think One thing that I thought was like very profound is how transparent he was as a man Man don't really always communicate their feelings, and a lot of the music today, although they are dancer dancing beats, and they and you all know, it's the music that creates the vibe. you can't really understand every artist, so you don't really hear their stories unless you listen to Rod Wave or you know some of these artists who are more r and b flow, so I thought it was pretty legit, but someone did also post there's the theory of its you know, to sell albums. So I'm like, all right, let's transition this. What's the cost of big business? There are so many companies across the border, NBA, small businesses, like the one small brands at Target, right? Target was one of the first companies to really invest in black owned businesses and small businesses. What's the cost of big business? Like, what are we selling out on? Because we can say Kendrick's telling stories, making stories to sell albums, or you could just look at, it, look at it as an outlet. We could say the NBA has provided a platform for players to have a voice, but they limit your voice. We can say Disney is giving opportunity for children to be actors and actresses and start their career early, but they're also exploiting to a certain extent. What's your opinion, Sky? So I think with... With music, it's particularly with Kendrick Lamar. It's
2: like he when he, he first like starting out, like the music he made was still the same genre, but he presented it differently. And it wasn't until even now he still presents like well, his major hits are all the, still the same genre. Like he's still talking about problematic things in our society, but he is doing it in a way that's catchy like his drink like swimming pools was a huge hit Mm -hmm. but and it was the hook was thinking like yeah he's promoting alcoholism but really if you listen to the lyrics he's talking about how alcohol can destroy a family unit and can destroy a person individually and so when it comes to the NBA they don't have as much room to kind of manipulate big business into like working for them like Mm. they have to abide by those guidelines or they're penalized and it doesn't
0: matter what type of good they're trying to bring to the community or culture that's solid i mean that's because at the end of the day the fan is the one purchasing the ticket which pays everyone in the organization osi what do you have to say about big business
1: man nothing y'all lost me talking about the uh whoever that dude is and the music and the I just kind of took a nap over here. (laughs) (laughs) But music still applies. You still
0: listen to music. What are you, what is life looking like for you today? And what spaces and places do you, how do you see big business and their roles in trying to storytell without exploiting?
1: I don't even listen to none of that stuff. I I mean, hell, I, that's not a conscious thing. <laughs> so when you watch the
0: news, you don't think that's exploiting? Because all they talk about is inner city shootings. Well, then
1: they to come out yeah. here to Fort Atkinson and talk about them calling me a nigger, then I would be some good stuff right there. But uh, I listen to summary judgment motions. They don't have enough of them on there. I don't know. You too. Bye. I want them to come up here and exploit all these damn white people that's racist as hell. And it's so funny. I realized that I'm yes, off the topic, but so what? This is uncensored. You know, I realize there are different levels of racism. Like it's like both of y'all are racist, but this is the white privileged motherfucker that want to make you do something. So instead of him whooping your ass and beating you, oh, you can't come into any of my businesses when you own half of the town. Ain't that some shit? Mm. I was like, yeah, I'm having a PTSD moment, I think maybe, but oh, well, I'm at. So next topic.
0: And Mike drops, (laughs) but that's the, I mean, that's where being a racism, that power, right? You you have some type of power over other people and how you abuse that.
1: Feels as though he has the power over i said well we're gonna see you when you see your name or better yeah you see it in the, in the news and you got all these businesses and you know like i said though up here is what 98 percent population white the mugs don't care about you calling me a nigga but you know what i care so i'm gonna have my sign up in my yard to say you call me a nigga for life Shoot, somebody gonna walk by, and it's good if it did cheer one person a day to not go in your business. I'm happy. I wish I could get ten, but that shit ain't gonna happen.
0: You know, I think about that often. How there are many businesses who have pull. We could use Gucci, like Prada, all the brands, right? Birkins, all the bags that most entertainers and influencers participate in, but never challenged the company to say. How do you feel about black lives? Where do you stand with that? Because at the end of the day, we're still investing the same systems and spaces and places in which oppress black people. It's the same thing. Even Honeypot, as an example, being in Target. I mean, she started off as a vegan product and she her business has grown and therefore then the brand begins to be compromised because there are more investors there are more eyes on the product there are more demands from the previous or the founding investors how all of the systems you have to answer to when you don't have the structural power to make change is something to be discussed often and it's in different areas and different phases of life
2: It's like people lose sight that when you, okay, you get to success, and then you realize the more successful you get, the more hurdles there are, and how much things are so much bigger than you. Because it's it's not one billionaire, like one black billionaire can do a lot. Can do a lot. But they can't do everything. Like, and so when it comes to, like, the situation with the honeypot, and when it comes to, like, many of people who get to a a certain amount of success we look at them going back to the Kendrick Lamar album as (laughs) saviors as as these people
0: who can work miracles and they can't right and I think that's something we have to realize accountability like my role and what I do matters plays a big difference I mean I could never and I was literally thinking this other day I could never picture myself like posting Gucci belts, and regardless if I have it or not, because I'm not going to question whether the quality is there. I mean, I get mm-hmm. Apple because the quality is there. I'm paying for that. But I'm never going to put it in a space and place in my life publicly where it runs everything. Like, this is what I'm working for. And I think that's the biggest downfall of the influence that we have as Black people in any space of entertainment You know, whether it's sports, whether it's actor, actress, whether it's government officials, what we put out as the thing to have, we should be more conscious of because then we change the game to everyone who follows us.
1: And that's just like when people wear certain products that, you know, like the designer doesn't say we don't want black people wearing our stuff.
0: Tommy Hilfiger and
1: black people. Yeah. Then black people go buy their stuff anyway. I think that's (laughs) dumb as shit because it's like. You don't want me to wear it. Guess what? I don't want to wear it either because I don't want to pay that money any damn way for it. I mean, why should I make you richer? You don't want Black people to wear it, so how about I just not wear it? I go find something else. That's the mentality I've never gotten. I was like, you you racist? I ain't finna buy your shit. I ain't finna put no more money in your pocket.
0: But that's what he talks about in the album too. It's the desire to fit in. This is the desire to say yes to people and make them comfortable. It's if I'm an artist... And I call myself a rap artist, and whether, regardless of who you sign to, if I don't have a chain, like, who am I? Who am I without my chain? Because most artists have that, unless you're a Kendrick Lamar or a J. Cole. Like, there are the few who won't participate, but at the beginning, did they? There's some form of conforming.
1: That's when you don't know who the hell you are. Shit, you trying to please society instead of being who you are. They lost. They feel like they got a word chain, like all the rappers and all of that. They lost. But
0: is that necessarily true? Because there is.
1: Yeah, yeah it is. Because you ain't your own person. You got to be your own person. You got to be comfortable in your own skin. So if you're saying, I got to get me a chain to be a rapper and a big old earring would be a rapper, you're a follower. You ain't being who you are. But who's to say that
0: is Not You don't have to believe that. How many systems, especially as black people, do you have to dumb yourself down or stand back until you get in position to create change or to be who you want to be? And I think there are two ways and not everybody could do either way. Not everybody is built to conform to a system and then become themselves. And not everyone is built for the system to be themselves and not conform to the system and still get the same outcome. Like we have a goal and a path in mind and everyone's way and how they go about it will be different. And there are some people who did go into music. I mean, there are a lot of celebrities who went into a music. Alicia Keys, I mean, she came in a certain way and she's definitely, she's washed down all of the industry that she picked up. Like not everyone goes into it the same way and comes out the same way.
1: All right, because you, you learn,
0: so you change and you adapt. Who's to say that they learned? That's my point. How do we not know that they were already that way and they just conformed to, to succeed? They just like freaking our president and vice president. They made all these promises to the black community. And what did they do? They got in the White House and did whatever they wanted to do. The Asian bill is passed. What promises did they make to the black community? they said that they were going to go in there and turn up for the black people. I'm always have your back. That's that was the messaging in the campaign that they did. And when they came down to passing bills or even all the stuff that's happening in Buffalo, like what's their response?
1: They go on a visit today. Did you hear
2: about that? I didn't hear anything of them promising black people anything, which was my whole thing
0: is that they never said or promised anything but they, they alluded have, to no, it which was enough for the black vote i'm not saying it's okay but it was enough for the black vote well, i mean
1: to black people
0: go ahead sky <laughs> <laughs> what
1: black people vote <laughs> you don't think black
0: people voted you don't think they want to come out but how many all the, the aka's <sighs> And what percentage of black americans is that girl you know you the data i don't know Exactly. <laughs> Tell me, because I'm in Chicago
2: and there's a million Black people here, over a million Black people here. What Black people voted?
0: So you think all white people want to Camilla to be the vice president?
2: Hell no. First of all, you need the white vote no matter whoever's president need white people to vote. White people are the key to win an election. Joe Biden and Camilla Harris both represent and have real lobbyists and corporations behind them. That white people need empower to make money. Mm. Break it down then, sister. So this is the big, big corporation thing again. People don't understand. It's really huge down in Chicago right now because right now, a 16-year-old just got shot in Millennial Park. People everywhere around the world, people know what Millennium Park is. It's like the, the epicenter yeah. of Chicago, right? So a 16-year-old just got shot and killed. And... We have these big time companies on Michigan Avenue getting robbed. Like they're getting robbed. They're getting hit. They are losing thousands, millions of dollars, right? And they're trying to figure out what to do to help with all these situations. And the only thing the mayor has been saying is if these corporations want this, want Protection. They have to get it themselves. If they want an impact in Chicago in the communities that they are benefiting off of this new age slavery they got going on in Chicago, if y'all want to benefit off the low wages you pay these people, so that y'all can make y'all millions, y'all need to put money back into these communities. And so, I think that it all, like you said, these systems. When it comes to to Black people, there isn't a way for there isn't any way right now to teach young and even old black people need to know how to get to work with the power that we have because you're born into power. Any American citizen is born with power and we're not being taught that by public school. Why would we be taught that? Like then they they don't to teach you how to to use your power. And it's more than just being able to vote, it's more than just being able to riot or protest it's
0: more to do out here than people realize but it takes a lot and i don't think people are looking forward to that all right sky needs to have a class she ready to tell you your power (laughs) from the inside we got a whole mission but we're gonna wrap up on that note because that's really i mean at the end of the day all we can do and the goal is to make you all think (laughs) y'all gotta do the rest (laughs) we can drop some tidbits in here But y'all got to do the rest of the work. We're going to close out with our new era segment. And the question is, and this conversation was sparked this weekend. Are there too many shortcuts to weight loss? And I say this because I see women with these sweatbands on 24-7, body suits on 24-7, juices going crazy on TikTok. At the end of the day, this does not sustain people. Why can't we just go back to the old-fashioned way? Work out. Eat proper food, keep it moving, have self-discipline. We're trying to shortcut everything so we have a snatched waist. What? Are your ribs breaking in the inside of that? You literally have had it on for 48 hours. <laughs> Help me someone. What no, do you got? I
1: had it on for five days and it was like feel it make you feel good and tight too. Feel, but it's not a reality. I don't think it's a shortcut. I think it's a mind booster. Really, I mean, when you're trying to get in that mindset of trying to lose weight, you find any and everything to hold on to just to make sure that you do work out. So you'd be like, hey, I got my sauna suit on. I'm working out. I'm working out. Even though you know all it does is dehydrate. <laughs> so you know you got I don't know more. if
0: everyone knows that. That's the problem. I don't know if all women understand.
1: <laughs> well, see, I understand the stupid shit I do. <laughs> no i just don't think i don't know because i know
0: sky what you got i know your generation got something to say
2: i don't have no problem with the sweat with the race trainers with the juicers. i don't participate in these things but like you said it's about awareness about learning what you're doing to your body because first of all you're not supposed to have a waist trainer on for 48 hours (laughs) like and you got to understand there's there's they want you you're supposed to use like a waist trainer for uh sparingly every few hours especially when you work out because if you keep it longer than that on you are going to be damaging your body you're going to be having long-term damage whereas if you keep it on for a few hours work out in it or whatever you're going to do make sure you're staying hydrated you're not gonna have all the compression on your organs and you're still gonna get results, but not gonna have the issues that are associated with anything that constricts a woman's form. But I don't see anything wrong with it. Just educate yourself. Don't just be jumping on bandwagons. Don't be thinking that it's some type of miracle that you don't have to put in work because you still have to put in work.
0: And that is the Miss Key. Just put it in work, ladies. Y'all are already beautiful. And yes, you want to shed some pounds, shed the pounds, but do it the right way. Cause you want to sustain, you want to sustain what you have built, what you have created, create the discipline yes. and the lifestyle to keep going. It builds your mind. It builds your body, keeps your heart healthy. Like, let's just do it right. Let's get the discipline. Let's, you know, follow me. I am Tyra Marie Elon. <laughs> <laughs> if you want some workout tips. <laughs> no, for real. And I
2: think we need to like get this idea that, oh my body type is a certain way so i can't achieve my dreams yes you can like uh, my body has transformed several times but since my adulthood i don't have multiple children and i look look
0: nice i like the way i look nice girl. like and if i wanted to put in you said what he better say amazing <laughs> <laughs> I mean like I'm
2: not as disciplined as I wanna be because when I do become that I know like what my body does when I'm heavy, when I'm working out and I'm eating how I'm supposed to. But let me tell you, I've been eating beefs and chicken and tacos and it just been delicious. So Shantan. I know
1: and tequila,
0: gotta love tequila. tequila. So, uh, right now <laughs> we are not promoting drinking tequila.
1: No, oh, no, we don't promote drinking gin and juice.
0: <laughs> Well, it's clearly a wrap because these ladies are ready to drink. (laughs) That's all we've got. It's the Uncensored Crew. Let's sign out. You got 15 seconds on the floor. You guys
2: have a great rest of your day. And don't forget, beauty is always going to be an inside before the outside.
1: Peace. Oh, that was a good one. Always remember, love people for who they are, not who you want them to be.
0: I'll see with the old wisdom
1: <laughs> we'll see y'all later we out
0: that's all we've got for today's episode here at podcast town studio these stories they connect us the ultimate question what was the journey like to freedom wait freedom is agreeing to disagree different perspectives healing from within all because life and legacy are complex We see people everywhere, but do we really see them? Their thoughts, griefs, pain, or struggles? To be strong is to heal. If your heart is broken, you'll find God right there. If you're kicked in the gut, he will help you catch your breath. Remember to breathe. You're stronger than you think. Make sure you stay connected by following us on Facebook and Instagram at Invisible Talks Podcast. Until next time, I'm your host, Tyra Elan.